Welcome to Living Holistically with Dane and Indy, your hosts, where we share with you some of the most empowering ways to live a life that's caring to ourselves, others, and the planet. We will be delving into a related topic every Tuesday, one season at a time, bringing you the experts behind the practices and tools we've tried and tested over the years. So keep listening and enjoy the show. We are so excited to kick off Season 1 All About Sleep with Truth Corkins. We thought it'd be very fitting to have Truth on first, as he is our personal health coach and mentor, with an incredible, comprehensive, and holistic understanding of health and life. Truth has worked with Chinese tonic herbalist Ron Teagarden, alternative health expert David Wolf, healers in Brazil and in clinics, using detoxification, nutrition, Chinese tonic herbs, environment optimization, health technologies, and exercise as his main modalities. Truth specializes in overcoming health challenges, rejuvenation, peak performance, and longevity. He currently does private consultations and one-on-one programs at his gin cave and is writing a book to be released on his coming website. I highly recommend listening to part one and part two a couple of times over to fully digest the wisdom that Truth has to share. Does this mean because naturally melatonin decreases as you get older, is this something we should be trying to prevent or supplement with? Absolutely. I love melatonin. I just been doing new research. Actually, I'm so glad you brought melatonin. I ordered a, like a hundred dollar book, a, a, a doctor's laboratory type book on melatonin. I had no, no idea melatonin does all these things. It detoxes over excess ferritin. So I like to try to increase dietary zinc and copper, just copper a little bit, just a little zinc more. And then most people are too high in ferritin, the unbound toxic excess iron, especially after menopause for a woman. And especially for men, they don't menstruate. Women get a little monthly phlebotomy with their menstrual cycle, they can lose them. So that iron gets too high and the copper zinc's down, and now you're aging faster, especially in the brain. And when you take melatonin, it lowers ferritin, excess iron. It also boosts superoxide dismutase SOD. SOD glutathione and catalase are the three main endogenous antioxidants that our liver makes that keeps us young and protects us. But suppressed SOD, if we're not making enough SOD, then we don't have the, 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 the main antioxidant in the brain to protect the neurons from free radical damage. And over time, that free radical damage will create diseases like MS and, and other things. And so melatonin will boost your SOD. Melatonin will protect the nerves. It'll help some neurogenesis. It'll boost BDNF brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is a growth factor for the brain to help it heal and regenerate. Okay, so, and most people think take melatonin before bed. Uh, I like to try to start people on four milligrams of a liquid melatonin under the tongue. No alcohol. Don't use alcohol tinctures or herbs because even small amounts of alcohol are kill brain cells. Okay. Don't do any stimulants. I don't even do no, chocolate for my special clients sometimes for desserts. Mostly I don't even do raw chocolate. Don't do caffeine. Caffeine, I don't do coffee, don't do green tea. They're all jing leakers, they're all stimulants. And and I don't even do CBD products unless I can find a paste that's like guaranteed 100% no THC at all. Because even small amounts of THC kills brain cells through oxygen deprivation. Recreational marijuana use, even worse. I mean, it's better than a pain medication from the doctor you have to smoke marijuana once in a great while. But if you're doing it for other reasons, just for the fun of it, on a regular basis throughout your life, you are oxidizing, you are dehydrating, you are aging, but you are killing brain cells through oxygen deprivation. 
and alcohol consumption, social drinking, or wine, beer. People do it when they're young. It's a it's a it's a rich it's a coming of age type of ritual in our culture. It comes from the medieval days when people were all the water had parasites, so they had to make ale and ferment the water to make it palatable, so you didn't get infected. And then they learned when you drink a lot of that fermented water that it kills brain cells and you get intoxicated. And now you don't have to deal with your problems that they had in the Middle Ages, like poverty. But we're not in the Middle Ages anymore. We don't have to be a barbaric and kill brain cells with that. But melatonin helps increase uh, healing of the brain, protection of the brain to keep it young. And most people take it, think, think of it as a nighttime only hormone. So I like to start people four milligrams liquid under the tongue hold. So it really absorbs, hold it tight for five minutes. And uh, if they wake up the next morning and feel groggy like they had jet lag for part of the day the next day, then they took way too much. And that's a good way, good way to test it. Try it once and see. So now try one milligram. Some people wake up and feel fine. No jet lag. Okay, you can take that much or maybe a little bit more. But if you wake up after one milligram melatonin test and you still feel jet laggy the next day, that means one milligram is too high for you. So you have to get a 0.2 or 0.4 or 0.25 milligram. Try a low dose. You try that really low dose, you'll, that'll work for everybody, even really sensitive people. They wake up, no jet lag. Even small amounts of melatonin really protects them. Now, I like to take melatonin even at some segments throughout the day, which is some people think that's that's weird. Like, you know, it's only a sleep hormone, right? And, but if you find that low dose that doesn't make you tired, it doesn't create a circadian imbalance for you. So I can. I, I've even taken up to 20 milligrams before bed in the old days when I used to uh, do that. And I don't have any jet lag groggy feeling the next day. But um, I do I do four milligrams like three times a day uh, before bed, once in the morning, once in the middle of the day try to space it out because melatonin works throughout the day as well and has anti-aging effects, antioxidant effects, anti-C word effects, okay? Um, melatonin actually has a cycle. Every hour it goes up and down. It's based on a feedback loop, okay? And so when, when it gets low, it detects it. It makes a little bit more. It goes up and then it detects it's high, so it stops making it and then it drops and then it's detecting to see it dropped and now it's low, so it makes a little bit more. So it's pulsing every hour up and down bits of melatonin through a whole 24-hour period. Yes, you want more at night. You automatically will if you sleep in the dark and maybe slow light at night. I'm using full-spectrum Chromalux light bulbs, which are a little bit yellowy, orangish, but they give off all the healing colors of the sun. And they don't block melatonin nearly the same. But at night, real late, like I go with red light, like, in a, like a photographer uses in a dark room in the old days with, with, with analog uh, photographic materials, they use red bulbs, red lamps only. It's the only way to not mess up the film, right? So if you don't want to block melatonin at all, go to bed early, have a cutoff period, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, whatever. No lights, no blue light devices like computers for a few hours before. If you do, use something to change the light or wear blue blocking glasses because it does help. Uh, and then at night, sleep in total pitch blackness until the sun comes up. From whatever time you can go to bed as early as possible for your lifestyle that will work for you. And if you have to get up to pee in the middle of the night or do something, have a red flashlight handy. And then you can turn on the red flashlight so you can see your way around, but don't turn on any other lights. Stay red so you don't block any melatonin. If you do that over time, and if, if there's any cracks of light that might sneak in at certain times of the day or full moon, wear, get a nice eye mask that blocks all the light. It's comfortable for your eyes and your face. DreamEssentials.com. I like the organic cotton mask, but that, that's... Uh, I don't know if you can order that in Australia. Probably can. Um, so that'll help your melatonin alone if you don't even want to supplement with melatonin. Just by avoiding blue light in the evening 
and having pitch black for the longest sleep cycle you can. And then let, you know, that's going to help your, your brain, your quantum computer repair your whole body at night. But melatonin, there are amazing researches. I've read studies, marathon runners take three milligrams of melatonin, half of them before the race. The other half take no melatonin. At the end of the race, they measure the free radical damage and the antioxidant levels of, of, the, of, of, of the runners. And the ones who took melatonin have like almost normal free radicals and antioxidant levels of, of a spectator, someone who didn't run 20 miles, which is incredibly stressful on the body. The amount of free radical damage, lactic acid, glutamate, firing, just pounding, pounding, breathing oxygen, superoxides, you know, it's brutal. But the melatonin is so protective as an antioxidant because it boosts SOD and so many other things that those runners. So if you're going to be a long distance runner, you can take melatonin before your races as a pr pr protective antioxidant. It's so inexpensive. It's so cheap. It's so easy. Just don't just take it clean. If you get a capsule, make sure in the other ingredients, there's no magnesium stearate, steric acid, steric silicon dioxide. Um, or silica, if it just says silica. That's not biological nutritional silica. That's fine ground up glass because it's very, very dry. And it keeps the powders from clogging in the tubes of the machines that the companies rent out and have it filled because they don't even, can't even make their own supplements. You know? They have someone else do it who doesn't care if they put an excipient or a flowing agent or a filler. So get melatonin that has no other ingredients in it if you get a capsule. Or get liquid because it absorbs even faster, even better. The body absorbs melatonin very easily. But liquid's great, but just get alcohol free. So you have to get a glycerin tincture melatonin product, which is what I do. But uh, yeah, I love melatonin. It's part of my program. I'm taking it more now. You mentioned Jing a lot. So for those who don't know what that is or means, would you be able to explain a little bit? Yeah, in, in Chinese medicine, but not just TCM, like traditional Chinese medicine. When Chinese medicine came to the United States and, and modern countries, they they figured out our medical system pretty quickly and realized we have to make this more medical in its nature, this form of healthcare, in order to be recognized by the country we're now in, by the allopathic medicine, which runs the show in these countries. So that that way we can have schools to teach acupuncture and Chinese medicine and herbs. And then we can set up a bar and then they can pass this and they can become a doctor of Chinese medicine. It's a wonderful thing that we have. It's like the it's, it's the greatest thing of being halfway between an allopathic doctor and an alternative health healer is to be a doctor of Chinese medicine. But you're going to learn standard classical TCM, traditional Chinese medicine. I'm a Taoist, prenatal school, tonic herbalist. Okay, So I know stuff about TCM and Chinese medicine. And I have great reference for it. I even worked with a lot of acupuncture, so I know how to do acupuncture, many points, acupressure. Um, but our emphasis is on what the Taoists wanted to pursue, which is radiant health, by promoting health through herbs, lifestyle, exercises, before you get sick. So you don't treat, you have to ever get sick and don't treat disease. That's called superior health care, because that's smart. And that's how the Taoists work. So the Taoists have, have uh, they still use some TCM herbs in the second or third category. They had three categories of herbs. They had the superior herbs, the general herbs that for Part, to part issues that are tonics, things that we need to fix over a period of time, and then we can stop taking them. And then they have the inferior herbs, which are the drugs that, of, of, of herbalism, are the medicine herbs that are strong and can be harsh, but the right one given to the right person in the right condition can be very healing and important for a short period of time. Most TCM practitioners in America use mostly medicinal herbs, a few tonics filtered in, but they're lower quality, and some general tonics, pluripurnalis, 
for me as a Taoist, the reason I got into herbs, what I was really interested in is I read about the superior herbs, the 20, 30, 40 herbs max, maybe 12, 15 super tonic superior herbs. Uh, those herbs nourish what's called the three treasures. They are three main energies that uh, the Taoists saw that make up our life. Every system has these ways of explaining life in the human body. In 12,000 years of Ayurveda, Rashigana Ayurveda herbalism, from India, uh, they have the, the doshras, and they have um, they, they have other things on, on with their principles that they work with. And in China, we, we have 4,000 years plus history, maybe 6,000 going way back, of, of the Taoists working with the three treasure system. Jing, they say you are made up of Jing, Qi, and Shen. Your life is Jing, Qi, and Shen. The Jing is the deep core constitutional life force that we inherit from our parents. That's our battery of stored life force condensed as energy. We use it slowly to live our whole life. We use more to create new life, to have babies. Uh, to, we use more under deep stress. Um, it, some people are born with more jing, some people are born with less. If you're born with more, you have a strong constitution. You live longer, you don't age less, and you can do more vital, intense, strong things with your life, and, and it's easier for you because you're strong. You, know, you look at a litter of puppy dogs, and you have a weak one. They call it a runt in the litter. It's weak. It's, it's malnourished. It's anemic. It's frail. It might not live that long. It might not make it. You try and nurture it. That's the animal of the litter born with the least jing, the least constitutional life force. We inherit it from our parents. And, you know, it's in the DNA, the, the telomeres and the nucleus, the, the reproductive part of our cells. Jing is the deep physical const, uh, constitution of the body, the bone marrow, the stem cells, the sperm, the sacred fluids, the cerebral spinal fluid, the brain, um, the kidneys, the adrenals store jing. When we have strong gene, we have courage, we're attractive, we're, we're reproductively healthy, we're fertile and virile. We have confidence, we feel like we can do anything. Uh, when we have low gene, you're afraid psychologically. You have sore lower back pain. You have poor adrenals, you have poor sleep, you, you have infertility, you have premature aging. Eventually, we all burn up our gene and we die. The second treasure after gene is qi, that's our metabolic energy, the lungs and the spleen. We get it from the food and the air that we eat. It goes to the meridians, it gives us active, immediate energy. We also want to build chi, being having blood that's nutrition and built, not being anemic. That's part of our chi as well. Gives us vitality, energy. Shen is the third spirit, the third treasure. That's the spirit, um, and that is that is our heart, our CNS, our central nervous system, our brain, and it's our spirit wrapped around our body in our aura where we come from, from the non-physical. Okay, it leaves this body and goes on to the next. Even our, our animals, our dogs and cats, all have a different slight personality. You know that we get very intimate with, and because they have a different spirit that comes from the ethers. That's people say it's our heart. We have a lot of heart. Someone has a lot of shen. A lot of compassion. Someone has a lot of shen. Someone who's very loving and giving has a lot of shen. Highly intelligent people, but that are also artistic, expressive, sensitive, empathic, and compassionate, and loving, and spiritual. These people have a lot of shen. Shen is something we can develop. But the so those, those are the three treasures, and the Jing is the superior ultimate treasure. It's the first one that's the most important to build, the foundation, to have a strong body, which then we can build Qi, and then we can live a long life to cultivate, develop our Shen, our spirit. So I'm a prenatal school Taoist tonic herbalist, so my nickname is the Jing Master, my place is the Jing Cave, and I, I went through chronic fatigue. I burned out my adrenals really bad, and I had strong Jing when I was young. I knew how great it felt to have all that vitality in your body, 
and you, you're you know, young and dumb. You think you're going to have it all your life. And then in my 20s, I went really intense at what I thought I wanted to do in my life. And I burned out my adrenals. And I went into full-blown burnout. When that happens, it's kind of scary. Regular sleep doesn't reverse it. I slept all the time, kept thinking, okay, I'll, I'll come back you know, if I just sleep. But it didn't. It was deeper than that. I didn't just burn postnatal jing. I burnt some prenatal jing, and that's permanent. It's, well, you can rebuild some prenatal jing, but it's very difficult. That's why it took me years. Isolation, celibacy, jing herbs, five Tibetan rites twice a day, no stress, no jobs, no bills, no taxes, living in nature, uh, cutting off even family for a while because I couldn't handle the drama. I was nervous wreck. I had to calm down, heal the PTSD, rebuild, stop leaking jing. Chronic infections like candiditis, systemic candida I had, Epstein-Barr virus, they inflame the whole body when they're active, and that's just sucking jing because the adrenals are working so hard to make cortisol convert to cortisone to quench inflammation. So sex, loss of semen making babies for women, loss of the semen for men, leaks jing. Lack of sleep leaks jing. Overwork leaks jing. Chronic systemic inflammation, usually from infections, leaks jing. And excessive emotionalism, people that are too extreme or neurotic leaks jing. Drugs, abuse, leaks, chain. Liking what you've heard so far? Make sure you don't miss an episode by clicking subscribe. We really appreciate all your support. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, understanding that has made a really big difference for me and my own health and vitality, you know, because I suffered with chronic fatigue as well for a long time. You mentioned as well viruses and, you know, viruses like corona. How does that relate back to sleep? and this whole thing of jing as well. When we're young, we have that juicy brain like a grape. We have that strong anabolic sleep drive. We can sleep eight, nine hours straight through anywhere. This is a huge contributor to the overall health and the solidity of the immune system. This is, this is what the immune system must have to stay strong. That's when you repair your white blood cells. Um, so anyone who's pushed themselves, maybe they had a night shift job, maybe they had an intense period of work, where they, they physically could only sleep five hours a night or four hours a night for several days at a time or maybe a few weeks at a time. And I think everyone who's done that can, can, can testify that their immune system weakened. It went down. They can catch cold and flus easy. What is that? That's a virus. But if they had not lived this way, it damaged their sleep. You know, and this is really important to the Taoists. You know, the old books that I've read, reading, they say if you lose one hour of sleep, you go to bed one hour later, just one night in your life, it shortened your life by one year. Like you, you, to them, it's so sacred. Like you can never sleep is your life. It's like you, you can't, you can't. Nothing is more important. But in our culture today, it's the opposite. We work so hard, we have so much stress, we have so many bills, we have so much debt that you know, and we have so much EMFs, and we have so much activity at night, and we have the entertainment industry and the and uh, pumping, pumping mindless brainwashing movies which watching tv more than four hours a day or four hours a day or more has scientifically been proven to cause alzheimer's okay people steal synaptic loop from connections to the brain to go to one area to touch their phone seven hours a day digital dementia or watch netflix or watch tv or click youtube videos or facebook memes all day long this is very addictive and not to mention the time loss if you would value your time at like let's say one hour's worth fifty dollars uh, american let's say uh, that's what uh, average person would, would value their time at. If you look at the amount of time that they've wasted with inter- mindless entertainment, which is only making them stupid, it's only lowering their self-esteem, it's only weakening their social skills. So it's harder to meet a girlfriend, 
harder to make friends, harder to have good people skills in a job and a business with people because you sit there like a vegetable and your mind goes, goes into hypnosis with mind control watching this stupid shit. And, and it makes you dumb and it makes you weak and you lose Jang. And it, when you get off the couch and stop watching it, try to go out in the real world and get off your ass and do something, oh, it's hard. You bitch, you complain. It's like, oh, I want to just go sit down because you're addicted to it. In Taoism, everything is an addiction. And you, your goal is to look at your life and find every vice and start lowering the addiction. Start hacking it. Get it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. You don't have to get rid of everything. You can't not have a chemical experience to be in a physical body. But there's a lot of things where you can see the biggest leaks in your life is a, a form of addiction. You didn't recognize it. Because the addict's brain wants to defend its addiction because it gets a reward for the addiction. And it, with TV and entertainment that we're piping through all the time at night that's blocking our sleep, and the Wi-Fi shooting out in all your neighbors, you know, it, it makes great for the for the telecom industry because they make so much money. If everybody has to pay sixty dollars a month for a Wi-Fi service, but yet everyone could be sharing that, or everyone could have an Ethernet hub, you know, it's like, but everyone's getting blasted with the Wi-Fi, and it blocks melatonin, it attacks the blood-brain barrier, and it creates elevated free radical species, and uh, and it kills sperm, and it's like, it's not good for Jing. Sperm is the Jing cells in Taoist tonic herbals. You want to keep it, build it, and let it replenish, and you use it. When it's needed, when it's important, in the act of true love, or to make a child, you know, it's not common. But you watch mindless entertainment and stupid movies like Friends with Benefits, and you're having sex with your friend for no reason. They're just teaching you how to age and leak jang, get you addicted. It's like population, population and ascension control. It's, it's, uh, you know, so you got to stop watching that crap so that you can sleep at night better and and get off your butt, and live a real life, and get, and and that's 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 the truth. But. I know for myself, like, and maybe a bit for you, Dave, like a lot of that back in my late teens, early 20s was a big emotional component, trying to escape and sort of numb out Mm. the feelings and emotions. And then when I learned how to feel them more and be okay with them, you know, those addictions, which had such a big impact on my sleep because it made me, you know, be able to not have to have like movies on before bed not have to stay up till 2 a.m. watching them so because I was scared of, you know, my emotions that were there if I turned it off and tried to go to sleep. Exactly what you were saying before is that the uh, the Taoist approach is acknowledging those areas that you may not even think are addictions, but actually just being open to exploring what that might be. And like myself and India's going through, even just we enjoy it like a movie every once in a while, or every once in a while we just want to sit and actually relax and just like chill for a bit but then we started to realize is that something to have a control over our lives and so we intentionally brought in screen free nights and it's a thing that we created now we want to start sharing with people is that we intentionally have dinner and then we have no screens from anywhere full stop and the only lighting we have is either candlelight or our little redhead torches and we use that time to create sort of a stronger relationship for ourselves um to do more inner work and slow down and we like intentionally create these nights now in part of our lives so then we have control over our environment over our lifestyle over our, like our beings rather than having like being actually being, like aware of whether the areas of our lives that are actually having control over us and we're having levels of addiction where it's low levels or whether that might be so there's things that we've personally integrated it's a journey still like we still got so much more to sort of explore but mm-hmm. thanks to sort of i guess the um it's your sort of coaching and guidance on the way as well that's helped us a lot in terms of exploring these areas too that things that i may not have been conscious of before when i thought i've done so much work over the years and yet still there's still areas that may have been leaking jing for instance that i may not have been sort of conscious of so anything else that you've called to sort of share yeah i just two points real quick i wanted to what she made me think if you 
wean yourself off this entertainment that people watch mindlessly so much all the time. And then you have all this free time now, and you use that free time to go out in the world and do something real, try to make your life happen. Get a job for real, build a business for real, meet new people, find a relationship for real, not watching it vicariously through the movies and TV, because if you do that, the brain learns. It gets a reward faster. Living vicariously through the emotional experience of characters and TV shows, it can get a reward sitting there, and it doesn't. It's, and it says it's too hard to get up in the real world and go out and do it. So why don't I sit here and live through other people? And if, if you're old and you're going to die soon, and you, you want to escape reality, then that's a great way to escape. If you have depression, you're living with serious pain after an injury, and you need to just you can't do anything. You're stuck in a bed or something. Then a great way to escape is to watch TV. People that have a job they hate and they're exhausted, they come home, what do they do? They lie on the couch, they turn on the boob tube, the television, to unwind. Because the brain, the hypnosis effect of watching moving images, like a cat watching a string, it slows the brain weight down, it puts you into seven cycles per second, high theta. So it's a great way to, to uh, get out of stress, or to soothe you, or to escape. If you're going through a really traumatic period in your life and you don't know how to get away, then watch movies. Get your mind off of the stuff that's panicking you, freaking you out. That's what TV is good for. It's a hypnotic escape tool. But if you're not, you don't do that for your life. You do it for a while to get through a phase. When you're done, you got to take stock in yourself and say, hey, I want to build my life now. Stop watching this stuff. You're getting addicted to it. It's wasting your life. Go out in the real world. Work hard. And after a good day of hard work, pounding the pavement, looking for a job, meeting people, going out, doing the best thing, eating the best you can, you'll, you'll get tired. That's exercise. And now you're in an analog sleep drive, will come back and you'll want to go to sleep at the right time early and you'll sleep better. And when you go to lay your head down before you close your eyes, you'll be proud of yourself. You'll feel the shen. That was a good day well spent. I didn't watch the stupid television. I didn't eat junk food. I worked hard. I went out and I was positive. I met people. I did things. And, and I'm going to sleep good now. My body's going to be rejuvenated when I wake up and I can go out and do it again. And every single day, I'm building my life. I'm building my career. You know, it's... Um, it's it's an important addiction to to talk about. It's so huge in our world, but it, it and, and even the people that aren't doing it, you're, if you live close to neighbors that have Wi-Fi, it's hitting you. Which is why I tell my clients to buy an RF meter, like an acoustometer AM10, and measure in volts per meter. What's your background EMF? Turn off everything of your source in your house. Get rid of your Wi-Fi router or modem, or turn it off. Call your service, whatever it takes to get it switched off, and confirm with the meter that it is indeed off and plug in CAT7 shielded Ethernet cables that can plug into every device with an adapter that you could have in your home so that you can be connected to the world. And then once you've turned it off at the router, you go to your device like your laptop or your iPad. You have to also turn off Bluetooth and Wi-Fi there because that's also going to emit. And now you can measure that with the meter. And now we can get all this wireless radiation. The Palladians call it Wii Fry, not Wi-Fi, because you're frying yourselves. It's, it's radiation. We have so much research. If you go on YouTube and search Martin Powell, P-A-L-L, and watch some of his videos, it's like, you know, this is something I can change pretty quickly, pretty easily, and now it's going to help me. I know, like, when we were in an apartment as well, we mm. had a very long list of Wi-Fi connections. Yeah. So, obviously, you can only control yours and where you live, but having it in the furthest, you know, part of the room or far away from the bedroom... And unplug it at night. Yeah, having it off at night, obviously. (laughs) There's some people that don't realize and they have it, you know, in their bedroom on Mm. next to their bed. And it's just, you you can test it with the meter. It's lit up when you're that close. 
yeah, you just don't realize how that lights you up and keeps your body lit up while you're sleeping. Then your body just can't, you know, you would know this drop in to that deep sleep. Yeah, sleep, sleep is the sleep is the greatest gift. When you wake up in the morning after a really good long deep night's sleep, it's and you stretch and you look at the world. It feels like like a kid in the you got up in the first day of summer and you're off school or something like like everything's new. You're positive, your attitude, your mind cleared out in your dreams, all the garbage in your psyche from the day. You're, you're clear, you feel fresh, and new, and restored, and strong, and full of jing, and calm, and no stress, and happy. And that's, that's health. It's a wonderful thing. Your brain does it for you automatically with sleep. But it's something that's becoming more and more of a problem in the modern world today. So people, people need to learn how, what to do, because you know, you're trained and you're, that, that you just go to sleep at night, close your eyes, and then sleep takes over for you. It does it. But when there are problems in the brain, that doesn't happen anymore quite the way it used to or it's supposed to. And then you, know, you need to know how to try and fix it. And I help people with that, with programs. Is that the best way that people can sort of uh, check out your work, find out your work? How can people best find you? Well, it, I don't have a website. I've worked for other people in the health industry most of my career. Um, but I'm going to start my own website, hopefully before the end of this year, and, and, and release my book. But for now, people that just search my name, Truth Calkins, um, on the internet or on YouTube, you'll find some uh, some of my work, some remnants of stuff. And uh, the Jing, like jingherbsradio.com, their podcast, they list my email, and people can contact me by my email. Um, one of my clients, has a sort of creative uh, YouTube channel of stuff he does. He's a musician, but he's really into health stuff and a raw foodist, Keith. And he puts my email under videos he shoots of me sometimes when he comes comes to, to visit me at the Gin Cave and, and we, we do some health stuff. He always likes to shoot a new quick impromptu gorilla style video on his cell phone, stick it on his channel. He puts my email under there, but I can, I, I, yeah, yeah, I can give you my email. And people, people can contact me and they can ask me some questions and I try to get back to everyone. And sometimes people want more. So then we, we set up a private consultation. Um, we recommend that to our listeners that they do feel called and connected to because that was how, I guess, a good friend recommended Jing Herbs Radio um, that you had been on. And so I binged all your podcasts and I just resonated with you. And so that's why we want to bring you out to our community, Australians and the rest of the world. And if they feel they resonate with your approach and your, your wisdom on that as well, then we put everything we can in the show notes and people can reach out and sort yeah. of share that at least. So again, thank you so much for your time to share all your wisdom around sleep. And there's no doubt we'll have you back in for more because I know there's just is, is it's such a holistic approach to health and that's the whole thing about live holistically mm-hmm. is that there's so many multifaceted areas of our being that we can't just just focus on one area and that's it we know there's so many areas so this first season on sleep and we're just again so grateful to for your time and we'll hear back to you, your clients in your in your gene cave there yeah thank you truth okay thank you thank you guys thank you for taking the time to be here If you've enjoyed the show, please let us know by leaving a review on iTunes and sharing it with others, which will help us bring you more episodes like this. And if you'd like to learn more about us or what's been mentioned, head over to liveholistically.com.au forward slash podcast for all the show notes or find us on Instagram at liveholisticallyau. Until next week, be well and take care.